Hello and welcome to our podcast about serial killer Charles Manson who claimed the life of seven innocent people. By Michael Puskis and Anthony Felice. Okay, so Charles Manson grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio. He was born on in November 12th of 1934. And he ended up dying in prison in November of in November 19th in 2017. His father was Colonel Walker Henderson Scott Sr. And his mother was Kathleen Maddox. And so Kathleen Maddox had uh, Charles Manson at 16 years of age. So 16. She was, That's really, really young. Yeah, she was still in high school. And she was an alcoholic. And she was also a prostitute. So... Eventually, she ran away, and she left um, young Charles Manson and uh, Mr. Henderson Scott Sr. all by themselves. And that was kind of problematic, because yeah. if you think about it yourself, if anybody from your family, mother or father, parent he really had, ran away from you, it would be very problematic, and it would be a, bit, a big void in your life. He really had no one to watch over. He had no mother. He just had his father. And do you feel like that his father really didn't know how to raise him correctly? Um, yeah, because only because of the end result on how Charles Manson ended yeah, up. Yeah, I feel that too. And his mother ended up running away also. She ran away and yeah. from them when he was a boy. And then that's when the crime started. So, yeah, Charles Manson started to have like petty theft crimes, like stealing from grocery stores. And there were small stuff, but like, don't get me wrong. It's still like bad to yeah, do that stuff. Definitely. And then he ended up getting sent to a discipline school where it was an all boys school. And his father sent them there in hope of maybe he could get this to stop. And but it, obviously that was not the case. It uh, didn't really, I mean, it didn't help him too much only because he ran away from home and the schools about you know, 30, you, 30 plus times. Time. Yeah, 30 yeah. plus times he ran away from the school and home combined. And the farthest he ran away was like out of state. He ran wow. out of the state. Out of state. Yeah. At, and he was only in high school then, right? Yep. It was he was not that old, and then after that, when he ran away, like when he became older, he decided that he wanted to make the, his own family, a cult known as the Manson family, and he targeted young boys and girls who also ran away from home and nowhere had nowhere else to go. He kind of like targeted these people because he he understood what it was like, so he yeah. he had the envisionment mm-hmm. to start his own family, which was really a cult, and he took advantage of those who were in his shoes and he gave them a shelter and since he gave them a shelter he kind of like took advantage of them he they all yeah. listened to him and they, they looked to him as a mentor and mm-hmm. he took advantage of that yeah they saw him as basically their role model of someone they could go to and he ended up having some psychological disorder such as and they weren't discovered until he was actually in prison it was um shira subpoena and paranoid delusional disorder so a dis- so basically, the first one is a disorder that affects a person's ability to feel, think, and behave cur- clearly, and they can't really tell. And paranoid delusional disorders, they really can't tell what is real or what is imagined. And that is basically- that is all for our podcast today. Stay tuned for episode two. Na-na-na-na. Hello and welcome to the second episode of our podcast series. Today we will be talking about the victims 
and the number of people that Charles Manson ended up killing. So this kind of all started off with um, his cult that he made. It was called the Manson family. And it wasn't Manson's direct family. It was people that he kind of brainwashed. Yeah, the people like runaways, like boys and girls who didn't really have a good home and they ran away. Um, they were kind of... He, he took advantage of the people who didn't have a good home. They came to him. They looked to him for support. And he kind of just took advantage of that it, with drugs, sex. He just kind of like abused the heck out of that. So now at this point, they're all listening to him. They all do whatever he says. And this is the point where it gets into the um, killing part. So he has two uh, killings um, not related to the mass murder that he committed. But the mass murder was a two-day period in Los Angeles. He killed seven people. Yeah, he went on a a killing spree for two days and one of the first people he killed his first victim was an 18 year old named um steven uh patient and he was um killed by charles tex tex Wan. he was shot to death after he was leaving um his uh tate's house charles tex um charles tex watson was a uh, one of the people that was in the Manson family. He was abducted mm-hmm. at a young age. He was very young himself, and he just listened to Manson. Like we said before, he did anything to listen to him. None of the killings were actually done by Charles Manson, but what he did was he used his power to corrupt them and got them to follow his rules and carry out all these killings. And he ended up killing seven innocent people. And over this killing, it was kind of like, the, it, I don't know if I'm, it was, it was like on the news, like on the news, it was all over the news. This, the first night it happened that there was, I think it was four in the first night, three in the second night, there was four killings. And that first night people were going crazy all around Los Angeles. I don't know if I said that before, it was in Los Angeles, all over the news, big thing. Mm-hmm. Second night, like in a row, three Another. people are killed. And something that was infamous infamous that Charles Manson left, he took the victim's blood, he smeared yeah. his hand, hand wrote, in their blood. He, he wrote, Helter Skelter on the walls with his victim's blood. And that kind of, well, he left his mark. They left their mark. The Manson uh, cult left their mark at the uh, scene. And Helter Skelter was... It, it, was, it was a symbol. It was a symbol to show that he was there and... Yeah, to show that they're superior, superior to other people and it, they wanted to create fear. And he believed that he was almost a prophecy and that God wanted him to punish people. So that's why he decided, I need to kill these people. And he used the people that he brainwashed to go kill them. And he, had, he killed lots of rich people, people in Beverly Hills... People. people who thought they were better than him and he he thought god was telling him to kill them pretty much so that's gonna wrap it up for this episode we will be back with episode three about the trial and what happens during the trial what will he be charged with find out next episode We are back with the final episode, 
episode three of our series. Today, we will be talking about the legal aspects of the case and the court trial. What went down? You're about to find out now. So, Mason was charged with secondary murder and conspiracy at the end of like everything once he was arrested and in court. He killed a total of nine people that we know of in the span of two nights. Well, he killed the, the seven people in two nights and the two other we're not sure about. Manson, ever since a teen, he was an adult. He ran away from home. He always got into trouble. He was always committing the petty crimes that we know about with um, like stealing, stealing from, from grocery stores, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. He eventually started robbing banks and stealing guns and cars. And this is when it got more um, yeah, so he intense. Was, yeah, so he was convicted of first degree murder, not second. Um, and during the trial, they were the killers would often giggle and exchange grimaces, and they showed pretty much no remorse for their crimes. I th- I think it was kind of like that only because he taught them, he kind of brainwashed them, and he retaught them, reevaluated them to what he like, what he was like, what he wanted them to be like. I felt like they had no remorse because he didn't teach them to. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I feel that they basically believed him, and that's why they had no remorse, and they just felt what they were doing was right because he taught them that. So he ended up getting a, a lawyer, Ronald Hughes, and he was to defend them. But obviously, on January 25th, 1971, he was convicted of first-degree m- murder for the deaths of the victims. Once he was... Um... Uh, charged with this he was obviously sentenced to prison for life um he was evaluated in prison he was diagnosed with schizophrenia and paranoid delusional disorder we mentioned that in our uh, first episode and because of these two things we now know what happened in his mind and like why like not why but, but we could kind of some reasons so, yeah some yeah. reasons why he kind of did this and to sum everything up, Anthony, for these three amazing episodes that we have made, um, you know the background of. So we've learned the background of Charles Manson yes. in the middle life and the end of his life. So, do you think that after all of this, like, because he was diagnosed with schizophrenia and yeah, um, do you think this was all like uh, nature and nurture? Na- nature yeah. and nurture, yeah. I would think it falls under both categories because. He was, his mother, she had him at only 16. She was an alcoholic. She ran away from home. And then that all slowly built up. And then to the point where he was committing crimes like murder, from stealing to that. So, and I also think it was kind of, that's all I think is the nature and the nurture. Also because he had the mental illnesses. Now, um, do you agree with that or do you? No, I totally agree with that only because of what happened in his history and. Yeah. Sums everything up. So, I'd like to thank you guys for following us on these three episodes about serial killer Charles Manson, and that's all we have.